0: enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with cube from first arkansas bank and trust member fdic it's time to groove with grovey with an all-time great razorback quarterback
1: takes it cuts inside to the 10 to the 5 he'll score touchdown win grovey Showing the great athletic ability, did it his way. Current
0: Razorback Broadcast Analyst, Quinn Groby. Grooving with Groby is brought to you by Bell & Sward at 1011 Oak Street in Conway. From boots to suits, they have everything for the best-dressed man.
1: Now, let's groove! Let's groove! All right, I got Chuck Chuck Gatlin of our staff, who's just sitting over there twiddling his stuff. By the way, great job setting everything up, Chuck. I appreciate you. You are the man. Chuck has been a busy bee this week. He's going to research this. I was just telling uh, Quinn, as we welcome you in, thanks for being with us, I was just telling uh, Wes at the break, every year it's the same thing. I come to the Arkansas State Fair Media Day. We sit out here, we talk about the rides, and we talk about the food, and we talk about all the cool things. And it's the same thing. It's I'm, I'm depressed about what's happening in Fayetteville. It seems like every year it's the same thing the last five or ten years. It, by this point in the season, I'm like, eh, whatever. So, anyway, I'm going to have him research and see what the last five dates were for Arkansas or for uh, uh, Arkansas State Fair and uh, when we were here for Media Day, and I'm going to see where Arkansas was in their schedule over the last five years when we were out here. And maybe I'm crazy, but that's what it feels like.
0: And that stat I saw about yeah. know, the first 11 o'clock home game yeah, must have been the first 11 o'clock SEC home game. Oh. Because they played Austin P at 11 o'clock last year at home. Okay.
1: Yeah, they played Texas at 11 a.m. last year, too, obviously, in Austin. But also non-conference. Yeah. Okay, first SEC, 11 o'clock. Home game. Anyway. Uh, Quinn, how are you?
2: Man, I'm doing good. I was sitting here listening to that, that uh, interview with Nick Saban, and I was wondering, did he do that, like, after midnight? I mean, it's like – A quiet voice, his quiet storm voice. I mean, his sexy voice. He almost put me to sleep with that Dan Eno's comment. I mean, just uh, very quiet, very subtle. Just felt like it was the quiet storm.
1: Yeah, I don't think those guys realize that their comments are going to be played on radio stations around the country because none of them really have a (laughs) lot of uh, verve to it. But I'm just saying it would be nice (laughs) if he would give us a little more. But that's pretty typical for him. But it's funny because we already think – They're not really taking Arkansas that seriously, and they're not that worked up about it. But we know that's also not Saban's way. But every time you get a clip from him, it's like, well, they're a really good team, and I think they're really going to give us a tough game, and we really like their quarterback. (laughs) He's really a good player. Thanks, Nick. Anyway. (laughs) Sorry. So what can Arkansas do? I I just had this dream scenario. Cam Little hits a 65-yard to win the game. What's Arkansas got to do to get to that point?
2: I'll sign up for that right now. And we can, we can, we, I'll sign up for that right now and roll out with it. But there's a lot that they have to do. I mean, I think we all understand there's a lot that they have to do. And I I think it's really just at this point, it's about not making it too complicated, you know, for your football team. You know, I've been in these situations where you've lost football games in a row and you're staring a, a, a pretty big opponent in your, in your face that you hadn't beaten in a long time. So. I mean, I I get that, but it's it's really about not getting too complicated because I'll go back, and I've said this all week long, I'll go back. To, uh, you lost four games in a row. I'll go back to those. I'll go back to BYU, LSU, um, and and Ole Miss. And even though you didn't play your best, and I've said this, even though you didn't play your best, you still had a chance to to win those football games. It comes down to focus. It comes down to uh, winning those four or five plays that are really, really critical, uh, that changes the, the outcome of the game. And so I think if you're Arkansas, you have a lot that you can talk about from a success standpoint. And so when you get down in the dumps and your team is not playing the way you think they should be, you've got to focus in on the success. And when you talk about success, then that, that kind of leads to why you play the football game. Um, and it, if you're not having fun playing college football, uh, it's it's it can be a rough, rough Saturday for you right now. I don't know that everybody's having fun. I don't know, you know, looking at social media and stuff. I don't know that the fans are having fun. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. it's just one of those things where you've lost some football games. But again, I look at it a little bit deeper, I think. And I'm not looking for any more victories. So don't nobody at me. Uh, but I'm Hmm. I'm looking at this football team. It feels like they're in those games. They have enough talent to do what they need to do. They just got to get focused on, um, you know, limiting all those mistakes. And so when you talk about winning this football game, you're going to have to have some chunk plays that lead to touchdowns. I mean, that's simple. I mean, it's going to be hard to go to long haul against an Alabama defense that uh, is starting to come into its own. Uh, and you've got to limit those self-inflicted wounds on offense. And then defensively, I don't, you look, I'm going to say I don't think that there's really anything differently that the defense does or needs to do. I think a lot of people may say, hey, Quinn, you're crazy. But what I would say, this defense has been very opportunistic. They have been creating short fields. They've been creating turnovers and they've turned some turnovers into touchdowns. I don't think you, ha- I don't think you like put on them and say, Hey, you have to be Superman or anything like that, but they have to do what I just talked about. And so if, if uh, the defense can can be very good, Milrow will give you something. He'll give you something. You just got to make sure if he throws it to you, you better catch it. And if you can get to the end zone, get to the end zone. And so it's really about maximizing and capitalizing on every mistake that they make. But, again, I don't think it's a superhuman effort that you got to have because I'll go back and look. All these games you've been in, you've just made some mistakes. You didn't play your best, and uh, that's the reason you lost those football games.
0: Is Millrow the type of quarterback you want to get after or do you want to contain him because I fear you know you bring the blitz and all of a sudden he escapes it and then there's nobody there and he's just running loose and we've seen that before out of him. What do you, how, how do you pressure him?
2: Well, I don't know. I don't know if if pressuring him is the right thing. Uh I think you've got to have somebody to limit him pulling the football down, because when you draw back the pass, I mean, those natural gaps pop open. I mean, just like two years ago, uh, or excuse me, last year, he broke one that really hurt us, uh, and we had a chance to win that football game. And so I think you just got to limit him. The thing about Milrow is he's one heck of a runner, so you know that's going to uh, be center stage. You've got to make sure you have a plan for that. Where he's good in the passing game, he's got a strong arm and he throws a great deep ball. So you got to make sure you take care of Jermaine Burton. And that's the guy that they really focused and targeted like crazy last week trying to get him the football versus Texas A&M. Now, once you do all that, you hopefully sit back a little bit and really force Milrow to throw the football in that 10 to 15 to 20-yard range where he's got to throw it in the middle, where he's got to deal with your defenders. If you can get to that point, and force him to, and that's what I'll be looking at. Where's his pass chart? Uh, you know, how many how many passes do uh, is, uh, is he throwing in that ten to fifteen yard range? Because those are the ones that you have an opportunity to get. It's, it's not going to be the deep ones. It's not going to be the ones that he, he pulls down and takes off. If you can force him to throw a lot of balls in that ten or that five to, the, the, to twenty yard range, that's where your defense has a chance to take take advantage of his completion percent.
0: Quinn, I'm, I, I went back and did some research on the Alabama defense. And uh, since that Texas game, they've been outstanding. Um, four straight weeks now of basically keeping teams uh, to 20 points or less. And last week against A&M, they held the Aggies to 20, which was their fewest points uh, of the season and their fewest yards. So this Alabama defense is back after a lot of people wrote them off against that Texas game. How does Arkansas move the ball against Alabama?
2: Well, I mean, that's the million-dollar question. I mean, Arkansas has struggled moving the football, uh, you know, consistently. But they've had times where they've been able to have long extended drives. To me, again, it comes back to uh, you're, you're going to have to have plays over 20 yards that equal touchdowns. I mean, you're going to have to have some long touchdowns. You don't have to have every one of those be that way. But going against a, a Nick Saban Alabama defense, it's hard to go to long haul. But it's hard to go to long haul against any defense in the SEC – Arkansas has got to find a way to get chunk plays that lead to touchdowns. And then also, I mean, from a special team standpoint, you know, Scott Fountain and Sam are not afraid to dial up something in that area as well. So they've got to win that battle. But, you know, it's going to be hard to load up and just run the football against them. I don't know that we've ever really just been able to do that. I mean, with, with the exception of McFadden and all those guys. But uh, it's, it's all about chunk plays. I mean, you've got to find a way to scheme up some things that's going to give you easy touchdowns. That's going to take pressure off your offense, especially especially when you get a turnover. If you get a turnover, your offense has
0: got to score. Yeah, the defense um, has done a good job. At t- I go back to the A&M game. Quinn, you, know, and you mentioned those three other games. They were close and had a chance to win. Arkansas comes out, gets a pick six. Then they recover a fumble, and they throw a pass in the end zone that Armstrong almost catches. If he catches it, it's a tie game in the third quarter against A&M. That, to me, was kind of the play of the game, That, but not making that play. But it goes back to what you said. You've got to take advantage of any mistakes that Alabama makes.
2: Yeah, and that's – I mean, that's just really got to be the M.O. And, uh, I, you know, I think that if, you know, you continue to talk about, you know, the you know 16 or 17 – I don't know how many years they beat us in a row. You, you know, you, you, you talk about those things, and that's probably going to uh, – not resonate well with your football team, but it's really about this football team because this this football team has not been beating beaten by Alabama 16 years in a row or 17 years, whatever it is. It's just really a a one off situation where, again, like I said, if if I looked at, I mean, like people are like saying like this football team is is really really struggling. I I, I understand what they're talking about. But there are so many things that you can look at that says you're closer than ever. I mean, and close is not, that only works in, in horseshoes. I understand all that. But it's, it's, it's you're not getting, you're beating, you're beating yourself. And when you can say you're beating yourself, that's when you focus in on um, all the success opportunities that you had that you let slip through your fingers. So to me, it's really all about mindset. What's your mindset going into this football game? And if Sam can really get those guys to focus on uh, the mindset aspect of it, I mean, to me, that's the biggest—that's the biggest thing that you got to have because you're already got a hurdle dealing with this Alabama Alabama football
0: team that's uh, beaten you several years in a row. Quinn Grovey with us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. How much of this do you think? Because Coach Pittman made a point this week about the psyche of the team. It's you got to forget about the helmet. You know the um, you've. You, the the name across the chest, you don't have to be perfect. You just got to go out and play well. How much of that is, uh, you know, literally a team gets off the bus thinking they're going to lose against Alabama?
2: Sure. I mean, I think it happens a lot. I mean, if you're being honest, I mean, I think it's, uh, I think Alabama really try. I mean, Nick Saban is already an intimidating factor. And so he's already going to, you already know that. You already think his game plan is probably better than really what it is. I mean, he's going to put together a game plan. He's going to say his stuff in his press conferences, and you know he has, or the reputation is, they've got the five stars, two and three deep. And so you know you're going to be dealing with a talented football team. And and when I say Arkansas has lost, you know, 16 to 17 years in a row against Alabama, so have a lot of other SEC teams. I mean, you know, it's just been something that uh, Alabama has done, and they play on that. They Like when they walk out, and they're on that field, and you go like, oh, man, there's Nick Saban. I mean, cause, you know, because his media presence is there. You know he's considered the greatest coach in you know, college football history. All that stuff plays into uh, the psyche. Now, Nick is not going to be out there on the field trying to make a tackle against KJ, but I think if you can just get past that and have some success early, that, that helps you out. But Alabama beats a lot of teams before you actually get on the field. They they, they usually beat you the week, bef- uh, the week of – and then you see them come out at in pregame warmups and you going, oh, man, there he is. He's really there. And so you've got to focus on being in awe every time you play against Nick Saban. But these guys have seen Alabama and Nick Saban, a lot of these guys, KJ, who's going to be a key factor. He's seen it time and time again. And uh, I, I think he is uh, he's one of those guys who can help your team get over the hump because there's got to be some mindset and mental things that you've got to work through when you've lost as many games that you have to to this football team.
1: Quinn, we're at the fair, so we got to run. I'd love to delve a little deeper into this matchup because I think it's going to be a really interesting game this Saturday. However, we have got to go, but I appreciate you, and we will catch up next week, and hopefully we're recapping a win that is capped off by a 65-yard field goal. That would be neat.
2: All right, man. Y'all get some cotton candy, some corn dogs, some nachos. Y'all do something. Y'all do Buddy, you something know we're gonna... over there.
1: Everything we can get, we're going to get it. You know this. I appreciate you. Thank you, Quinn. (laughs) Later. All right. Take care, man.